Welcome to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast with your host, Sylvia Morn. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is the end of November in 2021. Over this past week, a constant theme of conversation has come up in the Music Secrets Exposed community, and that is related to this idea of composition and also students who play their instruments who actually don't listen to what they're doing. Now, for many musicians who are in their learning capacities, and this could be from novices through to intermediates through to lower advanced, very often musicians don't listen intently to the sounds that they're creating because they're so tied up with making sure the rhythm is good or the technique that they're using is the right technique for what they want to achieve in terms of sound. They forget to listen to the nuances of sound. Now, as a musician, one of the key things that we need to do, no matter at what level we're playing, is the sound we create and how that sound is produced. Now, given that I am a pianist, I'm going to speak from a pianist perspective, and you can apply this knowledge no matter what instrument you're playing. But when we play piano, we have our pair of hands on the keyboard. We have pedals underneath. Usually the sustaining pedal is the main one that's being used. And then we're reading the music and it's all happening together. We're reading music, we're using our hands and we're using our pedal. And there's so much going on. There's so many parts of our brain being fired up. There's so much you know, intelligence being used, that the one that gets left behind is the ear, that sense of hearing. Now, I really encourage you, if you're a music student, once you get beyond this idea of learning how to use the pedal, learning how to touch the keys with sensitivity, that you listen to the sound you're creating. Sometimes when you're reading sheet music, you might see an expression mark like, A crescendo, which means, of course, getting louder, or a decrescendo, which means getting softer. Or we might want to use some form of technique in terms of piano. It might be pedaling. And sometimes what I see happening is the student gets loud exactly as the crescendo is written on the sheet, or they get softer exactly as the decrescendo is written on the sheet in front of them. Or they go up with the pedal and down with the pedal and up with the pedal and down with the pedal, just exactly as advised by their tutor or as printed on the sheet. Now, the problem with this is you get this mechanical performance coming through. And as the the player, the musician plays the piece, it comes across very compartmentalized and boxed in according to where the, the music is created. Now, let's take away that boxed-in idea and now let's listen intently to the sound. You will suddenly hear a movement in the melody line that might help you create this beautiful crescendo that might start a bit earlier than the printed version and then the sound might go reduced, more beautifully shaped than the decrescendo is exactly printed on the sheet. Or maybe the pedaling might have to go up and down at a particular point in a bar of music where the piano is concerned 
to produce this sustained sound, which is slightly different to what's exactly printed on the sheet. And you will only discover this by listening to what you're playing intently. And I mean intently. And that is a huge nugget of advice for any musician because that is what makes the dream sound happen over time. You get it more and more and more refined and you get it more and more tweaked. And before you know where you are, you're able to play the most beautiful piece of music with your heart and your soul and your spirit coming through it like no one else can play it. Remember, we have five senses. We have the sense of sight, the sense of hearing, the sense of smell, the sense of touch. When we're a musical person, our sense of hearing, our sense of sight and our sense of touch is critical. And of course, if you're a singer or even if you're a pianist, it doesn't matter what kind of a musician you are, your sense of breath or breathing is just as important. Did you ever hear or see anyone playing an instrument like piano? And they seem to just go with the phrases of the music. They're breathing in as the phrase gets more and more intense and they breathe out at the end of a phrase. And then when you hear the music being played from the oral side, the, the hearing sense or the oral sense, there is a wonderful rise and fall to each phrase of music. These are the differences a musician needs to know about so as they can really refine their sound and get that dream sound happening. Now, it takes a bit of time, but the more you tune into it, the more you calm down your mind and the more you do those various little steps of learning, the better you will become and the faster you will become the dream musician that you really want to be. So remember to use those senses. Now, after Christmas, usually each year, where I'm from here in the British Isles, the examining system kicks off, which means that um, music exams, if students are really ahead of the game, they can be ready to do exams in the spring period and then later on in the summer period and so on. Well, after Christmas usually is when all the notes have been learned, the rhythms, rhythms have been understood, the melody lines are well rehearsed and known about. But these are the points that you need to think about now to make that dream sound happen ahead of your exam or your performance. So just take note, listen intently, get used to the touch of your instrument, the pressure of your fingers and what the various pressures create in terms of sound. And again, when we talk about piano or you talk about other forms of instrumentation, very much anyway with the piano, the sense of touch is critical. You realize that there's different ways of pressing the key, which creates a variance in sound. And the more you tune into that sense of touch, again, it affects that sound that you dream of. So if you're playing a piece like Over the Rainbow, a common piece that most people know, Over the Rainbow, that sense of touch and that sense of hearing is so critical to bring out that beautiful emotion out of that piece and make it happen. Now, before I finish this episode, I just want to remind you of a fantastic interview that will be published this Friday at 8 p.m. GMT. It's actually part two of an interview series that I uh, just recorded in the last few days with Alexander De Great, the Calypso singer. And if you are a songwriter and you want to get into this whole idea of composition, 
listen to this episode coming out on Friday. You will learn so much. You will get so many ideas from someone who has written well over 500 songs in his time. He knows what he's on about. So listen to that episode on Friday, released at 8 p.m. GMT. And there's also some funny stories regarding some of the classical composers. Did you know Bach and Beethoven are just two rebellious composers? They were rebels in their own time. Take a listen for Friday's episode and you will be amazed at what you will learn in that interview. Until Friday, have a great week and talk to you then.